You are about to experience the corpse cast. We would advise any listener who may be ill, pregnant, or of weak constitution to reconsider listening to the show for fear of an onset of health issues related to encountering bouts of pure shock or fright. For those who wish to continue, just remember to avoid fainting. Keep repeating, it's only a podcast, only a podcast. Hello, everybody. Welcome to episode 283 of the Corpse Cast. I'm Mike. I'm Shane. Ricky. And guess what we got for you guys today? A delightful episode. Love and tender kisses and hugs and everything wonderful. Yes. I like that. We, we were already kissing and loving and hugging, hug, hugging, touching, and squeezing earlier. <laughs> oh, oh, wait. As soon as we show Ricky, up, we have like a juicy orgy. Ricky I, doesn't want his mom to find out, so why don't we just chill out on that for a while? It's always my favorite part. <laughs> Strip the clothes off the minute we walk in the door, and then just get to the orgy. Yeah. Wow. And nice because and we're clean. men, we're done just like that, and then we go, all right. Well, well it's not like we on. have to sit there and work hard. It's like we just have to look at each other, and we're already like this far away from jizz yeah. in our panties, I mean, and it's just, like- You touch the balls, boing, there it is, and we're done. <laughs> I like a little flick. Oh, you kinky. I know. I always do that. Tap, flink, and it's like, pew, all over your walls. It's insane. Just don't do it in here because we got the green screen. Okay. Never. And so we'd, so forevermore we would see like a stain. Never like in, in the, the business room. It's like, that's, our, that's our number one rule. Only in the party room. Only in the party room. Yeah, this is business, guys. This is business, business. room. Everywhere else is party rooms. <laughs> yeah. uh, okay, so this episode, and you know what I'm going to do for the first time in a long time? Oh boy! At the very first of the show, I'm going to tell people what we're talking about instead of waiting till like halfway through and say, "Oh, I don't think I said this," but is it? That's and a great did. way. Yeah. So uh, this episode, we're actually talking about a band who I'd never heard of before—a kind of a, would you call them a horror punk band? Yes, I would call them that. I would put them in that category. They're not graveyard shock and roll because there's only one band that's graveyard shock uh, and roll. You're, 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 yeah, you're telling the truth there, sister. We're doing their 2019 album called "Drink the Blood." And and a movie that uh, was kind of a fluke that uh, I well I watched it a little while ago, but I, this is my second time watching it. But I cannot wait to talk about Antrim, aka the deadliest film ever made from 2018. It didn't become available to anybody, but uh, what do you call those? Like festival people till 2019. Right. Festival people. Yeah, but we're going 20, 2018 this whole time, right? You got against festival people. No, I'm just saying they got it first. The, the regular like oh. norms. Well, like I hate festival people. Well, well, what do you got against festivals? I mean, festival people? <laughs> people can kiss my ass. You know what? I know unless you invite us to, yeah, something. then then you're cool. We also it's a very devilish uh, show we've got going on. I mean, uh, Prayer Line had a couple of uh, devil Mephistopheles yeah. and all that stuff. Yeah, and then basically the movie's all about a cursed devil movie or a movie cursed by the devil. I mean, that gets very tricky when you're dealing with a movie where they tell you, do not watch this unless you're <laughs> right. going to fucking live with the devil. <laughs> you know what? I actually, that was a test for you and guys. And the countdown, too. <laughs> yeah, it did say that. It said, basically, if you oh, watch it, it yeah, yeah, it had a 30-second countdown. Bloop, bloop. <laughs> Jesus. I, 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 I was eating spaghetti, too. I was like, oh, my God, can I, am I going to go live with Satan and hell? 
I'm just surprised you guys showed up, to be honest with you. I, I mean, it would have been great if it was just me like, oh, I guess they actually watched the movie. For well, we like, also know what I can do with curses, right? When no. someone lays a curse on me, yeah. I fucking sam it back on them. How? Well, you know. I mean, I know, but the folks don't know. Well, I don't someone know. put a curse on me once, and I fucking zammed it I back I forgot on them. about that. Okay, I didn't know what you are talking Is about until right there. Is it I'm rubber, your glue curse? Basically. I'm that's, rubber, your glue. That's, I'm going to go to the bathroom that, and take a poo. That's my motto. That's exactly my curse You know what? Method. Actually, Shane is one of the only people in the whole world that I, I know for a fact has had curses on him, and I don't think it affected you very much at all. Well, it affected the other person, but I'll tell you what. Because he did. If you go cursing me, I'm rubber, your glue comes back and blam on you it works it works folks just have a positive mental attitude yeah exactly <laughs> all right there's one thing i want to talk about before we get into the show um you know how it's halloween time right it's almost october and what happens every single october in the state of utah we have the demon chaser film fest oh there it is again he's doing it he's our big buddy brian higgins that was a lot of bees right there big buddy big, brian, big buddy H- brian higgins. higgins he's doing his uh yearly he does more than one a year but the demon chasers obviously well i don't know i really like the the black christmas or whatever his dark christmas was last year too he just does like it's a genre fest Anyway, so obviously on him. there's a bunch of different teams of Utah filmmakers or wherever you're from. There's been people come from out of town, all this stuff, or people that can submit it from other places as well. Um, but basically what it is, is they, you know, you'll get like a handful of shorts or, you know, 10, 12 shorts or whatever like that. He'll, he'll, uh, you know, you'll be able to, uh, uh, watch really, them really all on this out. Aren't you? <laughs> I'm, I'm trying to, I'm trying to remember what happens because it's been a long time since I've been there. You you can put your film in. You can show up. They, they screen them all to everybody. Uh, you can you win vote. fabulous prizes. Yeah, well, we vote before uh, before the uh, for even the in the night, even for the night that we show them. But this year, since Corona is a little bit different, um, they're going to do a parking lot. Like a drive-in thing, Ooh. type Ooh, of thing. like uh, like a uh, Doral Pesh doing those concerts in Germany. Is that what she's doing? It's like yeah, I can't believe she's, she's still around. Sits in their car and eats, There's you know, sandwiches key. and stuff. And she's like, "Oh, we oh." And do you honk oh. when you when you're supposed to? Oh, be I mean, gosh, that sounds awesome. You know what Joe Bob Briggs says about those fancy cars with uh, headlights that won't turn off yeah yeah that's got to be an issue if you're pulling up in a sweet bmw yeah but what else are we supposed to do these days and you're watching doro pesh yeah i'd rather be looking at doro pesh's headlights touche all right you got that um do you guys know where it's on october 9th uh just so you guys know um the parking lot is going to be the belgian waffles right by your house yeah Ooh, uh, 733 one. Well, who knows? 733 one south, 900 east. So it's right there. Right, it's pretty for close to your pointing everybody right to. <laughs> so exactly Shane, where I I, if you dropped a big enough bomb, you could knock Shane out from there. Exactly. Okay. Um, also, let me. I, I, Although let me, their food's terrible, I never eat there. I I've disagree. Never, I I've think never it's there. fine. Belgian. I've only been there at two a.m. drunk, but it's always been fine. <laughs> Everything's <laughs> amazing there. But here's here's Has one thing. Has it ever been that one? Yeah, so this is the only one. I'm not right. sure if the entries are closed, but uh, go and to find out everything for it, go to filmfreeway.com, F-I-L-M-F-R-E-E-W-A-Y.com slash filmulate genre fest, F-I-L-M-U-L-A-T-E genre fest. 
My God, that is one hell of a URL. Do you yeah, want to give that again? No, it's no because they can rewind. They can go back okay. in their thing because it's like, yeah, that's it's not a very good URL because it wouldn't be great if you go demonchaser.com. <laughs> or, I mean, no offense. Didn't right? we used to have that demonchaser.com? Yeah, but then this then this place, uh, Film Freeway, uh, showed up, and then basically it, it's it's just for Film Fest. So it's like he just said, "Oh, this is as easy as oh, shit." Gotcha. So I'm just going to go with this one. And maybe if he got if you bought demonchaser.com and we could forward it. <laughs> Thanks, Ricky. You, you could forward the URL there, but uh, I, tried to hide it. I guess he didn't worry or think about that. But we still love you, Ryan. Uh, anyway, well, that's God all. bless you, sir. I'd love to. I'd love to see you again or at some point or talk to you again. I haven't seen that guy in several years but since he was, he was always a delight. Always a delight. Yeah, I he went to one of the delight. events with you a couple years ago, and it was a lot of fun. Yeah, it always is. Um, this one, I'm, I'm. I mean, I'm going to go, obviously, but it's like. Uh, I don't know we'll how s- that setup's going to We'll be. see how it goes with the with the cars and stuff like that and the in the uh, what do you call those uh, concessions and all that stuff. I it, it here to be fair. Yeah, they, they they might have like a just a screen set up so you can watch yeah. the films from yeah, yeah. inside your car. Or? Yeah, that's that's exactly what they're going to do. It's going to be like a drive-in a little bit. You think so they'll have like, speakers or they have something Oh that- no, it's all FM transmitted. Yeah. So it's like uh yeah. Uh, yeah, I understand. It's a good so- thing it's not AM transmitted. Jesus, that would be <laughs> terrible. Yeah, yeah, so boring. Well, it just sounds like Sean Hannity all the time. If, well, it's, if it's on the plus, <laughs> my favorite uh, uh, country radio station, KSOP, is that still around? Yeah, and it's on AM. It's my alarm clock in the morning, and they don't play a single fucking hit song. Okay, it is every song you went. This is terrible, and I didn't even know it existed. Is that why you put it on there to get up? To, <laughs> That's ex- to like, I actually, when the alarm clock clock clock, clock goes off, when the cock goes off. I just lay in bed and I, I, they go KSOP, da, da, da. they do a commercial and then I listen to the next song. <laughs> so it's like, cause I learned this time around, they did the coward of the County. Oh, by Kenny Rogers. Oh, I thought that was like a contest for Salt Lake County. The coward <laughs> of the County. And literally the song is about his wife, Becky being gang raped by the Gatlin brothers. There was three of them. Wow, that sounds and intense like, for the Jesus, first thing in the morning. This guy has been a puss his entire life, but the day that his wife was gang raped by the Gatlin I brothers, feel like that changes a man, wouldn't you say? He went into the bar and they said, oh, there's old Yellow Belly. Oh. And he said, I laid him down. I punched him out. This is this one's for Becky. Yeah, that's, and that's, I'm like, that's too really, intense that's for all the morning. you did. That's too intense for the morning for me. Um, I do want to say one more other thing, BYU 55, Navy 3. Okay, yeah. that's all I wanted to say. You guys have anything else before we get in the question of the episode? No. No? I'm good. All right. So, Shane, what, why don't you explain to the folks what the question of the Ricky, episode even is? What we do is we ask a question every single damn episode. We want you to call in at 385-351-9273 with your answer. We beg and plead for it, and we want to know exactly what the hell you think about the question that we asked? And what was the question? The question was, in essence, and I've shortened it, um, what are, I mean, let's just put it this way. There's so many great horror movies, so many great horror villains. Some get all the props they deserve, but some do not. What are some of those horror villains that do not get the attention that they deserve? And people called in at 385-351-9273. And uh, why don't we get right into those after a small jingle? The question of the episode. The question of the episode. 
Callin' to the bone phone, leave your answer at the tone, question of the episode. Hey guys, this is Ty. Hope you're having a great week. Um, to answer this week's question of some most underrated horror villains, mm-hmm. uh, mm-hmm. a couple on the top of my head would probably be like Candyman. I think back in the day, I don't think he was appreciated enough. Okay. By the older crowd. Yeah. Like all the younger kids, he got you famous know, later. Chinese, uh, more famous. Anyway. Your friends that scare you in the mirror and all that kind of stuff. Appreciate him a little bit more, but I don't think he. I think he's a little bit underappreciated. But he was I'm definitely underappreciated. Glad to see it. Um, Regardless of how many people. Like ones, I think. Uh, well, he's not really new because this was back in the day too. And it's probably not even you consider horror. It'd probably consider it um, more of a thriller and stuff. But Macaulay Culkin's character from The Good Son. Oh yeah. That mother Henry or something. Yeah, that kid was an a hole. Fucking bastard! Yeah. He shot that dog with a fucking bolt gun. I almost wanted to fucking wring his neck. Yeah, <laughs> one time yeah. I ever supported child abuse, but uh, but yeah, um, probably have a soul. newer one I think is underappreciated is um, the characters from Get Out. Uh, okay, I think they did a really the white people Get Out. Excuse yeah, which um, uh, dad? That one. What one? Sorry, what? Yeah, that was okay, but us is the one I was thinking of. Us, um, okay, yeah, yeah. I was like, I get out. I'm like, did he just Jordan call out Peele. every white person yeah, in the Jordan world? Yeah, Jordan does the name. He did a really great job at that, and I think I those characters like were really good, and I think and a lot of people really appreciated him for what he did on that. So and That was a mixed All review right, movie. Thanks, guys. Have a good week. Thanks, man, for calling in. Thank um, you. Us was kind of a was one of those that like a lot of people hate. I, I heard a lot of hate for that, and there's some love for it, but like I feel like it was mostly this was dumb, blah, blah. I'm like, and no, I, I didn't read that. I but read I, mostly people liked it. Well, okay, yeah, so maybe we had different. Right? No, but no. the reviews I read before I watched it, and I watched it, and I was, which may have something to do with what I'm going to talk about the movie tonight. It's like uh, the expectation shit. So my expectations were kind of like, oh, this sucks, whatever, and then it was great. You know, maybe that was a thing. Right. But uh, I don't know. That was a good one. Uh, along those lines, I want to put something in. Your butt. What's that? What's that? The, remember the strangers. When yeah. uh, when uh, uh, Aerosmith's daughter and uh, that one cool Liv Tyler, Liv Tyler, and uh, and then all of a sudden those the, those guys were scary mm-hmm. as shit. Yeah, when they showed up and says, "What did they say?" They said, "Because why you're are home. you doing this?" She says, "Why are you doing this to us?" They said, "Because you're home, bitch." <laughs> yeah, it's like wow. That was one of the first like home invasions that I really remember as a kid. You know what? Also, like, me I, off that on, was really like blockbuster. Along those lines, is um, remember on? Oh my gosh. Purge, right? And remember those, like that super white guy, and that like the whole thing that came up, and we're like looking through the yeah, they're you know, looking whatever. through the peepee. You know, what? somebody camp, somebody came into my to my uh, house and looked at the picture of my kids, and they said they looked like those people from the Purge. And I'm like, you mother, <laughs> who said that? <laughs> I can't remember. I can't remember who it was, but I'm like, yeah, those are my kids. In that picture, they all look like those people from the Purge. And I'm like, well, get the get the f out my face. All well, right, that's what you say. You say, sir. I need you to exit my home right now. Please and thank you. <laughs> well, I'm sure I didn't make that happen because, you know. Anyway. No, what? Explain no, what's to going us. On? So, why, why, uh, is your ear, why is your eye going all winky doodle like that? Because Jesus, I remember who it was, weird. and I'm not going to say who it was, but I also don't want you to know the reason this person was at my house. All right, number two, Alan, Georgia Tech fan. There you go. Oh. Hey, guys. This is Alan. I was just giving you a call to answer the question of the episode. Uh, I think I wouldn't actually consider him a underrated horror villain, but he's—I think—he's definitely underrated. 
I'm going to go with Sam from the 2007 Trick or Treat. He's, yeah, I feel like I that think fits. The Trick or Treat movie is itself pretty underrated. I love that movie. I'm going to pause it real quick. Very cute, but I think but that a little see the little baghead, little yeah, bastard. But here's the thing: I think horror movie fans love him, right? But he's not hit the uh, everybody knows Freddy is, and everybody knows who J- uh, Jason is, and all that stuff, right? But I think he's big in the horror movie crowd, but not anywhere else. Right. I have actually never seen that movie. And by oh the way, oh my gosh, it's yeah. really good. And I by know, the way, one thing tells me that. while we're on the trick or treat train, it kind of pisses me. Kind of pisses me off that trick or treat gets more respect than trick or treat from 1987. Um, Sammy, Sammy Kerr. Kerr. That could that could follow into one of these. Sammy well, that's Kerr. That's mine then. <laughs> Sammy Kerr. Well, save it. <coughs> No, he's already he's already blown his load. All right, I'm blowing it, baby. You know how I do. He blew it, baby. We so. just had an orgy later. You know how You're I do. You're supposed blow. to give me a countdown. Three, two, one. Pfft. All right. Sorry, sorry, Owen. Uh, and I actually was surprised to see they had some Sam animatronics at the Spirit Halloween. So of course oh, I had cool. to pick that up. But yeah, I, I think he was a, a great figure, a great character, and hope they do some more with him. All right, thanks, guys. Bye. Yeah, no shit. That's a, there, there's something there you could do because it's an anthology movie, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So you more or less you, you could put yeah, yeah but, every single one of them is. But he could walk into the next movie more or less. There's little Sam. Well, and just have the same kind of thing with him be he was kind of the wraparound type yeah. of thing. So then you put him right into it. You got to and you got to. Yeah. Why tri- doesn't tri- it have our, a, that's our old? Too. I mean, that's not old, but it's like I mean, it's Older. five years old. At least, you know, and it's like, I, how come they haven't made another one of that? That wasn't awesome. No, I, I don't know how much money it made or whatever, but that would be a great idea. Uh, okay, so uh, next up, my man, your man, the Italian stallion, Don and Ellie. Oh, love him. Hey, guys, Don and Ellie here again. Uh, let's uh, get into this week's episode uh, question. Um, for me, I, do, I have two choices, and I'll explain why. The... First one is Pumpkinhead. Oh my hell! Now I, I frankly don't care what you do with Pumpkinhead. I just I love the mythology. I love oh, the agreed. idea of the creature. I, I just watched that on look. VHS. I, I like the entire franchise. Actually, I even like the you know shitty sci-fi sequel. The Blood so Wings. Oh, is it? I'm a, I'm a huge fan of like Pumpkinhead, a, and I really just I like want to see pad. more of him. But my actual answer is the creeper, and Jeepers Creepers. Yeah, I agree. I, I, I really think the backstory of uh, Salva is more than enough to keep people away from him. I feel like that's the only reason he's not bigger, because every time you see somebody post about Jeepers Creepers, which is a movie that I love, some assholes got remind us, "Oh yeah, Victor Salva." But I'm like, we know. Can we just enjoy the movie? Oh, the, listen. The, wait a minute. He he molested Powder. He molested powder, and then he and then he directed uh, Jeepers Creepers and all that stuff. So wait a minute, he actually molested powder before he was in. I can't remember if it movie. was powder himself, but it was somebody during powder. I can't. Re- I don't know. I just thought that would be funny to say. That but- would be fantastic if that was the kid. I mean, not 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 uh, <laughs> That'd be fantastic. kids by any means. But if that was actually powder before he became powder. And you're like, Jesus. Maybe that's how he became powder. <laughs> like, how backstory. would you like to? You know, if you keep your mouth shut, you can become powder. By the way, if you take this magic wand up your beehole, you will get powers. Oh, so so this he did up. that movie too. The director the did The director powder. did Jeepers Creep. Yeah. Was Jeepers. he actually like 
convicted of stuff or was it just like i'm pretty sure he was but uh look it up for yourself for confirmation because i don't i'm not sure right i now. just want to speculate Let's, oh then speculation is what we do best <laughs> not only that he got sent to jail for 18 years but got off in six months for good behavior because he had sex with all the inmates Jesus. Oh, all of them. <laughs> they just ran a train on them. Uh, See, I would have said you get off for the security guards. Right. Blow a couple guards. They go, I'm telling you, dude, he's really good guy. <laughs> That's awful. We let him out of his cell. He gave us a good time. He's a really good dude. Let him go. He's really good. God damn. Okay, so sorry. Jeez. And, you know, if. You can separate yourself from. I and that's I, I'm okay I with that. You can enjoy the films because I, I watch things by people I don't agree with every day. I have a hard time with it, so you know I think if you just take everything about the creeper, remove Salva, Agreed. and put him in the hands of somebody else, I think he would be a completely underrated. Put Salva in the hands of someone else, and you can get a great franchise from it. So I totally agree. There's been three. I guess those would be my choice. One and three were good. Uh, you like three? And yes, I do wish you guys like three. always to be happy and healthy because Thanks, I consider you somewhat friends. And We're I friends. Want my You're friends my friend, to be brother. Safe and healthy and, you know. Oh, I uh, had the time hey, of my Don life. Hey, I've never done this in my life, but. Take care of yourselves and I will see you, you next too. Time. Love you, I'm going to give you a kiss as I get the first kiss. Mm. Mm. There you go. And then second, and Ricky's yeah, Ricky did it. Ricky gives three kisses, three kisses to Don and I. I guarantee you, we're not going to want to kiss the next person up. We're not going to up on up on tap here. We're not going to. This guy's the biggest asshole I ever met in my life, but I've never even met him in real life. But he's still an asshole who I love so so very very much. His name is Vaughn. Hi, hi, my sister, your mother again. (laughs) Hopefully, you wipe your ass. Hi, how you doing, guys? Wow. Uh, villain, I feel is underrated. Well, besides Mike Cadaver, who's the biggest villain ever. Met Agreed. In um, you know, and that Mormon Tabernacle Choir that he has. Did he call it Tabernacle? Um, I don't know. I don't Mormon know. Tabernacle Choir. Know. Get it right. It's a hard one because all the guys that I like, you know, like Otherface, Jason Voorhees, and whatnot, are all kind of overrated. People. Who? He might know what the next question is. Right those kind of guys. It's like we're listening um, to what his hmm. brain is saying to himself. <laughs> the irony is, is I'm oh. just surprised that he's got a brain. That's happy. You know, but uh, he's chopping logs he's while he does the calls. <laughs> I love it. Big bald headed mutant. <laughs> 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 You're all sitting next to him, Shane McGowan. Shane McGowan. I just think call you Shane McGowan. That's the dumbest oh, thing in the world. <laughs> wow. You kind of have the same singing voice though. But... <laughs> all right, guys. I'm rambling. Love you. Love you. I do love him. No matter how much shit that we <laughs> Where give Where was his him. answer? I, f- I feel like it was me. I'll it, take it. It so, was okay. the bald-headed so because mutant. Of, because the of bald-headed <laughs> mutant. I'm going to wear a hat for the next segments because I'm getting a little insecure about it now. Just kidding. You can wear that Newsies hat from that picture I sent. <laughs> I, li- I still wear Newsies hats. Oh, do you? Yeah, I, st- I, I stand by them. What's a Newsie hat? It's like one of those uh, like oh, newsboys. Paper boys. boys like, yeah. hey, get your paper. The only kind of caps that you guys wear that I wear are BYU caps. Yeah. Because I don't think that I look the way I look unless there's a big oval Y on there. What was he saying about my voice? That we I sing like a beautiful angel? He did because he said we have the same singing voice. Yeah, we can. Yeah, let's sing together. Who I had the time of my life. All right. All right. You know what blew me off the other day? I mean, literally oh. blew me off. Patrick Swayze. 
He blew sang, you? Sang the song. Was this like a ghost situation? Dirt. Do you do you know? Uh, oh, what's that song? It's not Angel Eyes. Is it Angel? What song is it? But he does. Patrick Squazy <laughs> sings a song that's on Dirty Dancing. I have no idea. She rides the wind. No, does he? Yeah, that's no, him. No, he does not sing that. That is him singing it. She's like the wind. That That is him. No sing way. Sing more of it. I, that's all I know. We'll yeah, save it for that. Our, that that is. We're gonna Google that's out of the Patrick break. Swayze. Let's Google I, that I, out of the break. I, and we'll come I back. Literally shit in my underpants. I was like, <laughs> Patrick Swayze sings this good. No, I didn't know that. So, I, yeah, she I guess we have to. Win. It's a what about dreams? What does he say? It's like in I a, don't have anything. In a leather underwear. In a leather underwear. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we got Mark from the Chai Town, the oh, Murder City. Chi-town. Wait, no, Detroit's a Murder City. The Windy City. He's I the mean, Windy Detroit's the Murder. Chicago's got like the most gun killing. Yeah, but it, it, it's south side of Chicago. But it's known more for its wind than murders because that's the liberal media keeps that out of it. Okay, it's a Windy right, City. Hey, Mark Shannon, sweet baby Ruthie, it's Mark from Chicago calling in for the question of the episode. Uh, Was it who do you feel is the most underrated horror villain in any movie. Um, I got two for you. Okay. Right, we're going to go with number two, who will be Leslie Vernon. Mm-hmm. Agreed. From Leslie Vernon. The movie. The Rise and uh, Fall of Leslie Vernon. Fucking name of it. You know what I'm talking yeah, about. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, the number one pick for me would be Angela Baker from Sleepaway Camp. Uh, all uh, of her kills were your eyes very well thought out, Damn. and nobody thought of her till the very end of the movie. She did a really good job. All right, guys, you have a good one. Peace. You too. Hey, keep that hairpiece on if you wear one. Because it'll blow off. Because it'll blow <laughs> off. We know about that. We had class two and three hurricane winds. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we did. So we know. I mean, where other people wind, lived in Salt Lake, but windy, not me. Me here, I, we were safe. I'm in the. I'm in the basement. Did Liberty though, so. Park looked like a war zone. No, so no, uh, yeah, that oh, was nuts. Yeah, we just had some weather. Dark Corona's been must have got all their band equipment over there right away to do a video or something. <laughs> no, because I would have been there because they usually show boobies in their videos, so I would have been there for sure. All right, so we got one more call. We got we okay, so we got three calls, but from one person, and I'm just gonna let them all go through, and we're just gonna let them all play. Okay. Okay. So this is Tony, my man, your man, Zamboni from Arizona. Here the we Z go. Man. Hey boys, this is Tony out in Arizona. He sounds like he's here. Be my final kind of audio file that I'll send you guys. Wait, for I got it backwards. What? Hello, like, my sweet boys. This is Tony from Arizona. Send another audio. Did he like professionally file record get this? Caught up on some of the question of the episodes. Cool. And this one has to do with the Corona zombie virus. Okay. To go with you. Inevitably and in my November. Initial thing when I first thought about it was, oh, I think I'd probably want to have maybe Jason. Or maybe Mike Myers, but probably Jason because he's They're not just sort be of very fun unstoppable killing force and would just slaughter everything in its path. But then I thought, well, he wouldn't kill if he didn't have sex. After got done killing everything off, you're sort of stuck with that guy. <laughs> and then he's just sort of a murder machine, so he's probably going to kill you. So you don't want to have that. Yeah. And then I kind of thought sort of like little baby Ritzy did. I thought, well, if I'm going <laughs> to... Me in the zombie apocalypse, who do I kind of want to have with me? And I guess I'm going to want some female companionship. <laughs> and at first I thought, man, who would I want to have? And I thought about 
somebody who was just kind of tough. And I, uh, Amanda, her, her name, China from the WWE. Uh, I can't remember the actress's name, but Sarah, I think was the character's name. She was the one who is kind of the survivor. Oh, in, uh, in that one. And then I was thinking, the movie well, I can never remember. Sarah Dugenheim. Or what about, uh, if you guys remember howling, Oh, the yeah. very first one, the one who yeah. was sort of sent in to be the seductress. Yeah. Oh, that he was our big giant Harry Bush. Leader. Yeah, I remember but her every I day. I thought, oh, no, you know who I'd really want to have with me would mm-hmm. be from Howling 2, which would be Your Sybil sister's Bannon, a werewolf. I'd want her from she that also shows 19... A lot of boobies. 72, 73, uh, when she was kind of in her prime, but I'd want her to be the werewolf character. And here's why. Okay. So if, let's say, she bites me and turns me into a werewolf, then I become sort of zombie-proof. Right. And I think as a werewolf... Pause it. I'm pausing it real quick, because if you become a werewolf, do you know how much sex she had with other werewolves in Howling 2, Your Sister is a Werewolf, with Christopher Lee? Just saying you would have all that sex. Anyway. Right. If you can be, you're pretty much immortal, so you would survive anything. And you mm. can still go out in the sun Fair and do point. whatever. So anyway, that's who I would pick. I would pick her uh, for the uh, as a werewolf. That's, a, that's not bad. obvious reasons of being able to be immortal as a werewolf, but also for the reason of she ain't ugly. <laughs> All right, boys, I'm going to give you some, uh, you know what? I'm going to send in another audio file and that's when you're going to get your kisses. You're going to have to wait for it. <laughs> Adios. When we come back. Here we go. Right up. Hey, Mike and Shane and little baby Ritzy. This is Tony out in Arizona. Going to answer some question of the episode. Maybe I got them in the wrong shows. order again. A little bit of catch up, but it's funny. It seems like, I don't know if it's with the, pandemic stuff that it throws off my timeline but man it it always is like seven o'clock on a friday night <laughs> i'll see the post on facebook that says oh get your stuff in i'm like god damn it <laughs> gosh darn again so Time anyway to rock one of your uh previous questions was a horror trope that you don't like yes and for me i have a couple of them the first one is when the main character or i guess any character for that matter will get a weapon and they'll use that weapon to either help them get away and or then drop to, it to quote unquote, defeat the bad guy. And then they just throw it down. So they'll get yep. a gun, they'll shoot something and then they'll just drop it or they'll have a knife or a bat or something. And they just throw yeah, it. And then I, I hate that. One too. It. I never understood. Why wouldn't you keep that with you? Especially if it was somewhat effective, I could understand if it had no effect, but you know, even then, So another trope for me is when you have a character that will get an injury and that injury only hampers them for that particular scene. Gotcha. Mm -hmm. And you would think that, oh, this should follow them through the whole I busted my ankle once. It lasted me like six months. And I never liked that. I never liked that. I always thought if a guy gets shot in the leg or gets stabbed, that that injury should have consequences uh, for them going on. So... That's it for this one. I will send some more stuff in for you guys here uh, for the show in just a bit. Last, last one. He sounds very somber. Hey, boys, this is Tony out in Arizona. This will be my final audio file that I'll send you guys for questions of the episode, and I'll be all caught up. Awesome. So the previous show <laughs> had to do, I believe, with uh, what era would you like to see a documentary yes. done on? 
Absolutely. And for me, I think I would want to see stuff from the 20s. So stuff from the silent era also. Ricky wasn't even alive back then. Don't listen to him. The pre-code stuff. So before you really had a lot of kind of oversight and things like that. Government ruins everything. Now, the <laughs> next question had to do with, I think, maybe underrated horror villains. Mm-hmm. And again, I would go back into into the 20s and into Ooh, the he's, 30s. He's into and my world. Home, probably wouldn't be horror would still be, I think, well worth watching. So if we look at some of Todd Browning's stuff, like Freaks, what goes on Dracula. in there. Uh, if we also look at, and if we stick with kind of Todd Browning, but kind of switch over into Lon Chaney. Now, a lot of people would say, oh, he's pretty well known, especially from Phantom of the Opera. But he, there was a lot of movies that he did where his, oh, what do I want to say, his sort of swagger quest for revenge what that takes his characters into the dark corners that it takes. Oh them, yeah, I'm, you're thinking about. Uh, I oh. think probably one of the, the laughing, best is the, West of Zanzibar, which man I with the laughing eyes. West of Zanzibar. I've never seen that. Tony knows this shit more than I do. Why is and he doing this show? Spoiling what he does. He when you realize what he does and and the depths that he sunk to and what he put some people through you're just like this guy's a fucking monster (laughs) yeah to the point to where it's almost hard to kind of go along with some of the redemption when you really kind of think about it when you're watching the movie you can kind of go with it um but i thought just as an actor he really portrays uh, that feeling of when he's getting betrayed how it affects him, things like that. Um, there's also another movie from, I think it's 1931, starring James Cagney, and it's called The Public Enemy. Oh, I haven't seen and that either. He It's sort of the the rise and fall of a gangster type thing. And it, it it's supposed to take place, I believe. Is that the movie they watch in? From about 1900. Home Alone? And he says, yeah, so see you later, jerk. Into the 20s type thing. And again, you see him as a villain. He is just a psychopath with no remorse. But you still kind of root for the guy a little bit. You still kind of right. go along with him. But some of the things, again, that they showed, I think because this movie was pre-code, I don't. some of the stuff they did then, I think you would maybe have a hard time kind of showing today that's nuts to me by the um, way i think it's also well i'm kind of getting off track here but anyway i would definitely recommend those two movies if you guys can track them down either through uh, some of the streaming bet they're on amazon through links from tony Prime if you could get them or, or i bet they're on amazon prime again west Probably of for zanzibar money. starring lon cheney and the public enemy uh, west of zanzibar highly, highly recommend those. the public enemy all right boys I think that will do it for the question of the episode. Where's my kissy? Here it comes. Get ready for it. Mwah. That's mine. Mwah. That's Mike's. Mwah. That's Ritzy's. And Ritzy caught his in his hand, but I take mine right out of my lips. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so what would you guys come up with? Oh, by the way, thank you so much, Tony. That yes, was awesome. thank you. I didn't mean to get right into that. I just what always is, appreciate it. Um, the code? I don't know what that reference is. Pre-code is when, or the code is government getting in and starting to rate movies and, and like oh. some kind of a, what do you call that when and things are um, obscene? 
the obscenity code. Obscenity so, code. So, stuff like that. Ratings. So what is he saying that the movies got away with stuff that they wouldn't get away with now? Because you could do whatever you wanted back then. I mean, like, do you but, have like an example of something that they would do? Titties and pusses and titties and no. But I don't in know. In 1930, it wasn't proper to do that. <laughs> no, but yeah, I was going to say it's different. Someone might say, hey, let me squeeze on your telly Because if, if we didn't have the code now, we'd have like 18 dicks and 18, you know, whatever. But so it's 18 like, dicks and 18, Jesus. Whatever. Holes. <laughs> Oh yeah, whatever. No, but like okay. An octopus. <laughs> That's an octanatian puss. What'd you guys have for the uh, question? Mine's, the uh, have you ever heard of a guy named uh, Sammy Kerr? <laughs> yes, we have heard of Sammy Kerr. That's my. He is underrated, by the way, because that movie rules. One hundred percent. And what's like? What's the kid's name in that? The the guy with the weird earlobes. Skippy from yeah, the Skippy. From, uh, I yeah. don't know his name. Ragman. Mark something or other. He was Ragman in the movie. But no, I agree. I'm I'm I'm. And right he was good him. friends with Gene Simmons and and uh, Ozzy Osbourne. Well, Ozzy was on the TV, but Gene Simmons was his best friend in that movie. Do you think they made they met on the set? They're friends. All right. Yeah. Well, that's, that's <laughs> Who knows? true. Who knows? I thought they just put Ozzy, they they pump him through. They might have. You know what? Maybe you're right. I'm sorry that I acted like such an asshole to Ozzie you. Ozzy right was things, like no 70 idea. years old by then. Now he's like 990. <laughs> <laughs> what you got, Ricky? Um, I think we talked about him last episode, but Mick from Wolf Creek. You motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> Mick Taylor. He's, he's funny. He's charismatic. He's indestructible. He's violent. I mean, he's he's, and he's just a great character. In, in this, in the uh, what do you call it? The series that he's in now, he has a, a sit down with like a tour guide, right? And it was started off nice, and Mick became this total asshole. But he didn't give an f. He was just like whatever. So that was my number one. I was going because <laughs> he's he's brutal, and he didn't no he didn't uh, uh, no spoiler, but they might have a season three because he's still around. Um, but here's the thing: I also have a secondary one. Uh, do you remember the movie Terrorizer? That clown? Yeah, that was nuts. And I know that he was in. Uh, some uh, uh, vignette-based movie, some anthology before that, All Hallows' Eve, and then he was in Terrorizer. But that dude freaked me the shit out. He and was, I heard they're doing a Terrorizer too. That would be awesome because that that guy doesn't. I mean, again, this is one that. Well, also the 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 movie itself, Terrorizer, is really brutal and violent, and I'm you know it's not going to click with like regular people audiences maybe. But that but I feel like he's that's very one. creepy, and he's he split a girl in half, which. It was great. And he's kind of like uh, Jason uh, Voorhees and Michael Myers in the they fact don't talk. that he doesn't speak. Yeah, but his face has all it's this like emotion no and stuff like that, right? Okay, so now that we went over the most underrated horror villains, mm-hmm. I yeah. figured I have other questions that I'm going to ask, and I had this, but I figured it'd be a perfect time to ask what are the most overrated horror villains. And But the thing is, is we'll probably all know them, so I want when you say... This person was too overrated. Give us a why, because you can't just say, "Oh, Jason was overrated." Right. And just, but no, Michael tell us Myers, why. Though. Give geez, us some I hate tell those Tell us movies. why though. Why was why was he overrated? Blah blah blah. Call it in three eight five three five one nine two seven three three eight five three five one nine two seven three. Shane, what do we got up next? Let's get into a little band you may guaranteed never heard of. Right. Prayer line. What song are we doing? They have videos uh, for... Uh, they have one for Chopping Mall, I know that. Let's not do Chopping Mall, there's three. How about we just make it a surprise? Make it a surprise. All right, after this video, we'll be right back to talk about Prayer Line. That's the question of the episode. Yeah, the question of the episode. Call the 
Bone don't have your say, probably won't make you gay. Question of the episode. Kentucky. I knew it. I always wanted to say it like that. Louisville. You don't say Louisville. I do. I say Louisville, Kentucky. I say Salmon. A punk band that writes songs about spooky cinema and other high strangeness. Oh, this is great. You're going to love this. If the Misfits, White Zombie, our Lord and Savior, I can go ahead and attest for both of you, Dio, (laughs) and The Cure... Were put in a butter churn or butter churns, mm-hmm. and they were churned to death by the 
children of the corn, you might get something like this. They have taken, listen to me, sisters. I'm listening. We're all listening. Praise. They have taken the blueprint of horror punk, erased part of it, and added a billiards room and a hot tub. Ooh. Tonight we die in the name of Satan. And then we rise in the name of our dark Lord. It sounds like we need to call the prayer line. Ah. Like them on Facebook, official Instagram at prayerline666, official Bandcamp, prayerline.bandcamp.com. Drink the blood. That's the album. (laughs) Why was that so funny to me? I, it was funny, Shane. You did it. Thank you. You made me laugh. Really? Yeah, good job. Remember that show where they did that? Uh, make me where they had to sit in the chair. It was way back in the eighties. I think it was called Make Me Laugh. And they couldn't they, laugh. You had to sit there, and the comedians would go, "Drink the blood," <laughs> and then you'd laugh, and they go, "Oh, you lost the money, bitch." Ah, Sorry. Too bad. Drink the blood released April two thousand nineteen. Ten tracks. 29 minutes, 38 seconds long. A quick Every lesson. album should be 30 minutes long. Yeah, it's easy to get through. Oh, <laughs> Don't you okay, think? I, Every dis- album, I disagree. I there disagree. should be a law. With Opeth, I like the hour and 15 minutes because then I can go into my place I mean, and go I on a journey. I agree with that, kind of, but I'm just like, geez. Just, bruh, it's, it, it's we so can, delightful. It's nice for diversity. No, it's not. Yeah, it's, well, for di- but not everyone because then it wouldn't be diverse. See what I'm saying? Not Indep- every album. Yeah, true that. Independently released... Uh, uh, good on them. That's what I wrote. Sure. There. Good absolutely. on them. Independently. Always go independent, kids, if you can do that. Uh, working on a new album. Just released a new single in 2020 called Who Goes There? <laughs> what happened with that? Who, who, you know what's funny? So there? now that we're starting to film, I make little check marks in my brain. I'm like, Shane's about to say something funny. I will remember when you said, who goes there? And this will be it will be this camera on you for sure. Oh, Jesus. I do that. No, my brain works like that. Well, don't say that on camera, though. Well, so too late. no one knows. No, they got to know my genius. Uh, that's all I've got for this. What did What did you guys think of it? You want to go, Ricky? Yeah, um, I enjoyed it. Um, oh my god! It was, wait a minute. I actually got through the five listens. Well, probably because <laughs> it's only thirty minutes. Like, that's only two and a half hours. Yeah. So I was like. Um, so it's easy to get through, but pretty much from front to back, there wasn't a track that I felt like, oh, I should skip this one. That's called a the stinker. <laughs> There's no stinkers. Yeah. Um, I like the first track, it kind of reminded me, like the first time I started listening to it, it reminded me a little bit of Green Jelly. Oh, really? First track. You know what? Okay, yeah. Um, There's the, one that reminds me of a G.G. Allen riff on Bite It, You Scum. I think that's the second song. Yeah. But it yeah. was like, yeah. Uh, drink. Drink the Blood was definitely my favorite track. I listened to that one probably more than five times. By the way, that's the video we just played because oh, I sweet. because I totally uh, looked at my notes and that's the one that had all the Satan stuff. <laughs> so yeah, um, I would give it a high Spotify for sure. Oh okay, all right. So I you- can't believe that you actually like something that I picked. <laughs> I can't believe like- you actually <laughs> listened to it five times. To be honest with you, that's some. But yeah, it being thirty minutes definitely helped. It is a nice... You know, I, I take my dog around, you know, for 45 minutes. I almost... That's because millennials have a short attention span. <laughs> Jesus. So you, you you went up, took the dog out. Yeah. He went up Pee-pee's and took the, the dog out. Mm-hmm. You guys just missed And then you still that. had uh, 10 minutes to spare. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what do you do after that? <laughs> Put on something else. Oh. All right. 
I've uh, I have a little bit more to say about it than Ricky does. I feel like. So I turn this on and I love their shtick. Hey, by the way, you've you've called the prayer line like you, mm-hmm. like an answering machine. And then they play the songs and they're like, "All right, bye, fuck you, see you later, whatever." Right? And they hang up. Curious about that name too. Like, why that name? Why what name? Prayer line. Prayer line. Because it's ironic. Because they're all about Satan. And then if you if you Google prayer line right now, you're not going to get this band. You're going to get tons of prayer line like like numbers and stuff like that. Yeah. And but that that's called irony, man. That that's what oh, it is. Oh, is that what it's? Yes, that's what it is. Jesus. It's like rain. Oh okay, you see what I'm saying? Okay, so I listened to this. I listened to this probably like more than five times. Also, because it's 27 minutes, I put it on like what do you call it? Just Very like good repeat, time for repeat all the way through. And I just kind of was it while I'm working, and then I ca- I caught myself like singing the lyrics after like two or three listens. It's like oh my gosh! But I think but here's the here's my favorite thing about this, and I'll talk about my favorite songs and stuff like that though, in a minute. What I'm saying though is this seems like a band. From even though they're from Louisville, ten, uh, K- Louisville, Kentucky. I don't know if Louisville's from Kentucky or Tennessee. <laughs> it's all the, it's all the same to me. Um, oh, but here's the thing. So I listened to it and I'm like, these guys would be fun as shit to go see at Burt's Tiki Lounge. Yeah, with 18 PBRs in us, having a great time. Yeah. combined, combined. I'm not, I'm not like, a, I'm just saying, I'm not like an alcoholic or anything like that. But I'm just saying, combined. Well, okay, of course not. Yeah, I, I, I would never do 18 PBRs. I would morning. have 10, you would have 8. And Ricky would have... I'm not going to have a PBR, but I'll have other beers. Oh, was it PBR? Fuck that. <laughs> You're having them all. I, I, you know you know, I'm not a fan of PBR. <laughs> that's all they used to play at Burt's. That's used to all they serve at Burt's. I that's mean, all, that's what we're into. That's it were probably that's the cheapest all. beer. No, they would send me to Reams across the street to get more PBR because that's all they sold. The bar would send someone across the street, Michael, across the street yeah. to buy more beer. And then they would with just their money. upsell them? Yes. No, you, you. Yeah, it was bad. But I would also uh, pocket a couple. I'd be like, sorry, had a couple on the way. It broke open. <laughs> yeah. No, but okay, yeah, so, but here's yeah, the thing. It broke open. These sorry, guys, their music is super fun. I mean, it's not the most complex stuff in the world. It's not like there's no. More punk never is. No, but there's no like uh, mustaine. So all the tracks did sound sound different, which was nice. No, I, no, and I, I agree. I agree with you, but it, I mean, it, but the thing is, it's like simple and raw, and it like it reminds me of those old crusty like show days where we would go there and you would just be like, yeah, you know, yeah. just having so much fun. And the songs were really good. I thought. Yeah. I mean, I did like some better than others, but uh, um, they just seemed like cool dudes. And I also caught a live uh, practice from them on Facebook Live. Oh, they did a live did a little thing in somebody's basement or something like that. And I'm like, this is how music should be. I mean, obviously, we all wish that they could be millionaires, and we all wish that every musician could be millionaires. But that's just not the time we live in anymore, right? Right, right. right. But the thing is, is like these guys come hang out at their practice, listen to them play, go out and have fun, and and uh, yell uh, all their tunes yeah. back at them, and. And that's not to say that I only like their music for the experience or that they, they seem cool. I liked a lot of their stuff. Um, so here's the thing. I've got, uh, I've got, I've got a few uh, uh, highlighted. A Martyr's Death, a Wicker Man yeah. kind of tribute. That starts off the whole album. The Witch's Sabbath, motivated by music from the damned. You know, you know it's just all I'm saying is. Oh, I, oh that's great. You no, know, it, it, 
in this, I mean, I have I have a lot of stuff I'm just not going to read. Slaughter Lamb, obviously. What do you about, think Diary of a Drowning Boy was about? <laughs> that's that's one I don't. I don't that's I don't, one I don't have. I don't think. But probably about. I you I think I think they're that clever. And so everybody thinks it's Jason. About. I was wondering that too. Like it kind of was too spot on. Yeah. So maybe it's not. Ezra Cobb about Ed Gein based on the movie Deranged, which we've done, I think, yeah, on this have. show, like a yeah. long, long time ago. But uh, very smart. I've got. A, I'm not going to lie to you. Um, I, my favorite one was uh, "Drink the Blood," the the, yeah. the video that we showed. I really like that song quite a bit. The video was actually pretty cool, and so was the video for uh, "Martyr's Death." Um, and then they had the martyr, uh, the the sorry, the video for um, "Chopping Well," yeah. which is pretty good. But the other two, I, I enjoyed much more. And that was kind of more straightforward. See, I think that they're smart. And no, they're from Louisville, Kentucky. I, I, so how smart can they be? Well, that's true too. But I think that. Some of that stuff, because you know what I got? I got a vision when I was hearing, and my favorite song is Diary of a Drowning Boy. That sounds like a name of a Primus song. And by the way. I, yeah, it does. With him going, boom, Diary of a Drowning Boy, Drowning Boy. But I got a vision, and I, I could be completely wrong, but remember in Let uh, let the Right One In, uh-huh. when the kid goes into the pool? And then all of a sudden, she's all going, the body oh, Drowning parts. Boy, tell me your stories, sing oh, me a song. Oh, so it's right. like they lay it out. So you're like, oh, that's Jason Voorhees. That's a, this is Drowning Boy. Gotcha. And it's like, aha. Wait, are you not. sure? It's just smart horror punk. I liked it a lot. And you know what? They don't dress up on stage. Yeah. I mean, I watched a couple of videos where they were live. They don't do, they're not into that whole thing. But maybe that's what you have to do to survive in this stage. Like back in 2010. 2010, if they didn't dress up, I'd be like, who are these posers? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's, that's true. That's what I kind of like about that new. I hope that this is kind of something that's going on that we don't know about. The it's resurgence. Horror punk for the new generation. You know where they go. I feel like kiddos don't or get too scared of people in costumes, right, Ricky? I think it's kind of tacky at this point. Do you like? Oh, it's because you're scared and you're like a man go. in a costume and he comes. See, up old and goes, old bros like us, we love that shit. I mean, we I don't getting, mind it, but we I love think getting it's blood just, spit all over us. I think okay? it's just past its time. Whatever you say, that could be true. You can too. be scared. You can be scared, Ricky. So, what do you give it? Um, I'm going to go with Ricky and give it a very high Spotify. I really, I really loved it. It yeah. was fun. I listened to it all the way through a yeah, ton it was just of times. Fun listen. And it was just like, I mean, th- yeah, this isn't going to change your life, but it's not going to not change your life if you know what I mean. That's very no, true. What do you mean? I have no idea what I mean. But anyway, I loved it quite a bit. Give these guys two thumbs up. Here's what I wrote in my notes. Let's hear it. Pardon me, Jesus, I'm, I'm about to cry. <laughs> oh dear, God. It was like mother's silk stockings and her panties. I slipped them on and enjoyed it from the get-go. <laughs> it's highly enjoyable outside the box. I mean, you're talking to an old-school uh, horror-punky kind of a guy. And I thought it was fantastic what they these young lads are bringing to the table. Mm-hmm. Uh I love the idea of the there's there's influences of uh, psychedelic surf punk uh, the misfits the white white uh, white zombie and the cure reference I love that okay because it's like hey this is what we're but doing. also those it's, bands aren't very similar so it's like it's exactly. a mixture yeah it's a, it's a whole it opens the gates up opens the gates it was fantastic I enjoyed it this made hor- this makes horror punk. 
spooky and great again. Do you know what's funny too is I know a lot of times I'm like, this is a shock rock or a horror rock band that doesn't sing about movies. So like, like back in the old days, but that was when everybody was doing that. And now they're coming back in kind of a mixture. It's like, hey, yeah, we're singing about these straight up horror movies, but also what about the devil? How about those guys? Right. You know, and, hey, remember and, him? And, <laughs> another, and another thing that I really like too is that they're so meticulous about great lyric writing. Agreed. Because you go, is that about, you know, because you got that guy that does, he's he's got a goddamn Jason Voorhees band. And he's like, he chopped him in the head. We call him, he is dead. You know, and you're like, Jesus. Just Why don't you get creative with it? With it? Yeah. <laughs> Isn't that great when you listen to something you're no, like, this is not only good, but it's like, is he singing about You know what? Maybe this is post-horror punk. Maybe post-horror that's punk. I'm post-horror down with that. Punk. All right. I am down I with call that. it straight out right now. I give this a buy. I cool. say go awesome. over to their band camp and buy something from this band. I'm not saying I'm not going to buy anything. And they are new. Do they have, I, would, I wonder if they have vinyl because I would buy that and then just listen to it on is Spotify. Is it their only album? It's their only album. They got a couple single singles, and they got uh, Flesh Eaters, which is great too. Uh, These are 2020. I thought that, I thought that it was. I thought that it had a one a long time ago, but maybe I'm wrong. Anyway, 2019 album. So I say get in there and buy something from them. Buy Help a T-shirt or something. I'm gonna go buy one. Do I'm gonna it. buy. I'm gonna buy a T-shirt because I can listen to the albums all day long. <laughs> but support that band because I like the idea of new, fresh horror punk coming out that doesn't sound. Like, like old and school. How many woes were there? There weren't. Yeah. There was one there. jam. It was like yeah. one jam that reminded. I think it was the Witches' Sabbath or whatever it was uh-huh. called. That that was like okay, that is almost old school. Old school horror punk. It was the rest of it. It wasn't pre horror punk, but it was horror punk. But now we're on post horror punk. So now we good. I now like we that. good. We're going with that. Let's go post with that. horror punk. Years. Awesome. I liked it a lot. Yeah, that almost great. So what do we got next, guys? Trivia. Is it about my mom? Nope. You want me to tell you what it's about this time? Yes, please. It is going to be about... Your... Your... Father. Oh, my gosh. We'll be right back. Corpse Cast Trivia with Mike, Shane, and Ricky. Corpse Cast Trivia. It's time for trivia. <laughs> All right. Time for trivia. All right. So so how does this work again for the people who are listening for the first time today? Uh, Mike gets seven trivia questions. And if I get three, I win. And he gets has to get five. So why don't we just seven. cut that in the middle and go four? How about that? No. NBA. I see what you did there. Yeah, I say no. <laughs> you got to get five. Let's hear it. Let's go. Let's go. Um... Where did I put? But wouldn't it be great if we knew the theme of the trivia? There is an underlining theme to all of our trivia, but Mike has to guess it. Quit hitting the camera. Let's go. I was about to say the title. Early in the bed and early in my sack. Thank God I'm a country boy. 2013. Okay. 6.2 out of 10. That's a lot. Jeffrey DeSange has a mental breakdown. And kills several several co-workers, several several several. There we go. Severing and kills several. several co-workers at an investment brokerage firm, leaving his two children. 
They eventually are taken in by their uncle after several several years without a father. Man, those V's are getting me. <laughs> Call <laughs> I thought it was several. like the S's. Uh, S- several. Several years without a father. Soon after, strange supernatural events begin taking place around the children, leaving the uncle's girlfriend in fear for everyone's lives. 2013, the uncle's girlfriend. I need some hints because that's not ringing a bell quite yet. I got no hints for you, sir. Well, you know you have to have hints. Well, Come up with some hints. There are no have... rules, you know. <laughs> um, oh man, that was you say bo- that. That you was do bo- say that no, no. The there's no there rules for no listeners. Rules. I'll, read it again. Oh. I'll read it again for you. Jeffrey Desange has a mental breakdown and kills several coworkers at an investment brokerage firm, leaving his two children. They eventually are taken in by their uncle. After what are the kids? Are they a boy or girl? Or they what? They eventually are taken in by their uncle after several years without a father. Soon after, strange supernatural events begin taking place around the children, leaving the uncle's girlfriend in fear for everyone's lives. Okay, so 2013. Two boys missing ears. Is it two boys missing ears? I'll give you a hint. It is two girls. You tried to throw me off. (laughs) Two girls, one older that takes care of the younger one, and the other. So twenty thirty. I didn't say that. <coughs> the no. younger one. No, that's could just take how. No, what, all I'm saying is that's how shit usually works. What if the younger one takes care of the older one? Well, that would be after. Well, what if What it's if the great. older one's a retard? <coughs> is the older one a retard? <laughs> no. Well, well then if? okay. I'm just <laughs> she saying. She may or may not be. Yeah, she could be a retard. So twenty thirteen, guy goes and kills everybody. She's got that look, you know. And then there's two girls with their uncle. You've got the look. Is it called the darkness? I have no idea. I have no idea. It is called Mama. Yeah, he does. He's, he's Del got the Toro. Age. Like you Go couldn't ahead. give me a, you couldn't come up with a hint on that at all. <laughs> I didn't want you to. couldn't come up with one mother effing hint on that. You couldn't say they didn't speak English, Very so good you had movie, to read. By the way, only one didn't speak English. Very <laughs> enjoyable movie, by the way. <laughs> yes, it was great, fantastic, especially for PG thirteen. Hey, no offense to you, Ricky, but we're in a fight. All right, <laughs> you number know what? two. I would also say that's one of those underrated uh, horror icons. Mama's well, mama. Maybe. Very she was creepy. Very creepy. Very scary. The whole movie itself was. You could have said that Supernatural was Mama too. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, you could have said that to me. Mama two, Electric Boogaloo. <laughs> All right, all right, all Here right. we go. 2006 film. IMDb gives us a 3.3. Starring, oh, you're going to know this. Oh, shit. Felissa Rose, the mangled dick expert. <laughs> she is. A supernatural shocker chronicling a family spine-tingling odyssey in New Jersey's this. legendary Pine Barrens. Very scary area if you've ever been to the, the Pine Barrens in New Jersey. I've been there. Very scary. Mm-hmm. You can attest to that. Mm-hmm. Um, en route to a wilderness camping retreat, their car inexplicably breaks down. As darkness falls, panic sets in. Then the Maroon family stumbles upon an, not Maroon axi- five. an ancient... Yeah, not... Oh, yeah. Bom, bom. Your body is a wonderland. That's... I don't give a shit. It's Maroon 5. That's the that's John Mayer. Karabi. Mayer. Is, isn't he in there? Isn't he in that? No. Band? Come on. Then man. the Maroon family stumbles upon an ancient and seemingly abandoned house. Ancient and seemingly it's abandoned. It's a three point something. Wouldn't that be wouldn't that be ancient 
and seemingly abandoned. He's giving me a hint right now. Uh, let me tell you, if it's an ancient house, mm-hmm. it's probably abandoned. I mean, not necessarily. Just is it the house Return is to Sleepaway Camp? D- directed by no, Dante Tomasali. Stars Felissa Rose, the mangled dick. I feel like I've only seen her in one movie, to be honest with you. Why is she the mangled dick? Because Joe Bob. Joe Bob says Every time there's a mangled dick issue, he calls her up on the phone during the show. Gotcha. (sighs) That's all I got. I gave you my hints. Directed by and starring Felissa Rose. I have no idea because I literally have not seen anything with her in it since the dick. Satan's Playground. I hate you guys. You guys are bringing up these shits. All right, go. Number three. Oh, here's... Wait, hold. I got a fun nugget. Oh, sorry. Maybe you should get the fun nuggets nuggets first. On the last drive-in with Joe Bob Briggs, when he has a question about mangled dicks in horror movies, (laughs) he phones Felissa Rose, the star of this film. So how does that go exactly? Like, give me a quick He brings up like an old... uh, Well, like, like, how does the conversation go? Yeah, that's definitely a mangled dick, Joe Bob. Let's talk about dicks. I like a dick. Dick, 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 And that's how it goes. And he goes, he goes, oh my goodness, this is a mangled dick. Yeah, it's a, it's fucking mangled, brother. F. Okay, so I'm on to. I'm on to. You can still do this, Mike. I believe in you. Shut up. 1972. Okay. Oh, that's a good year. That's one year before I was born. 7.7 oh. out of 10. Wait, what was the first movie, by the way, that I got wrong? It was uh, Mama. 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 Oh. And then it was that one. Okay. I was thinking, Mama, Ma- Mama, six. I'm coming home. Okay. Oh, jeez. Ozzy Osbourne. Yeah. Okay. Um, four Atlanta friends leave the city for an outdoor <sighs> adventure. Hotlanta. They soon find that the River Rapids are, are the not the most dangerous thing on their trip. The friends are forced to make life-altering and deadly decisions once they realize that they are not the only ones in the forest. Yeah. How many people? Ha- how many teeth do the people have that they find? Seven. Total between the two? 100%. Is it deliverance? Turn up the Really? Radio. That's how? Yep. Yeah, okay. I did add here, um, Bobby gets raped and they make him squeal like a pig. Yep. Squealer. Do you know who Bobby is? What's what's uh, no yeah, but uh, he's uh, come on Lex Luthor's like what, what do they call him? And he was like Conrad McSqueely. I don't know, but it hurt. I think it was he got raped by a dude, right? He mm. had to school like a pig. But I feel like Ned Beatty's worst thing is when Lex Luthor said to him, "What's the significance of the number two hundred? It's your weight and it's my IQ." Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's like yeah, yeah. wait, he's two hundred pounds. Yeah, that was Gene Hackman. Yeah, I was like, I was two hundred pounds in like junior high. Come on, get out of my face. That was the if if you if you don't mind us taking a moment of silence. That was Christopher Reeves as Superman, mm-hmm. for sure. He was the best Superman, and Superman two will always be the best superhero movie of all time. Don't you push me, millennial? You don't know. Oh, what the I love him. Are. I love Christopher Reeves. Like my aunt, we'd watch it, and then as he's flying, he's like flying, and then he like winks at the camera at the very end, yeah. and she'd go. <laughs> Yeah. That was awesome. Why are you hanging out with your aunt? It's <laughs> yeah. a great question. That's a great question. I can't remember the circumstances. I was a child, but I do remember that. But. <laughs> <laughs> Here we go. Okay. 2015 film. IMDb gives it a 5.7. A family 
who moved into a remote mill house in the good old country of Ireland. Oh, yeah. Hey, yeah, yeah. Brian Higgins will know this. No, he does, he hates he regular bet, island. He only uh, likes yeah, Northern he, Ireland. Yeah. Yeah, yeah he's, get it. He's Northern, Northern Ireland. I know this one. Is, I can't oh, confirm I nor one. deny that it is Northern Ireland. It could, I, it I could, apologize. Could be. Okay, okay, okay. I remember the name of this. Brian Higgins, if you're listening, please do not uh, oh my douse hell. my dreams on this. Or do oh, not this was uh, a good one. slap my hiney. Oh, my hell. This is a good one, too. Keep Will you going. let him finish, Mike? Yes! Jesus. I know. He's really I'm trying to win. down in the seat. I'm trying to like, win. Can I win? Pee? Can I? I mean, eventually. Do you got to make a pee-pee? Not right now. Do you got to make a number one or number two? A number three. <laughs> All right. Let's read this over. 2015 film. IMDb gives it a 5.7. A family who moved into a remote mill house in Ireland find themselves in a fight for survival with demonic creatures living in the woods. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My God, what could... Oh, what could Do you have be? some hints? Because I need some be? hints. Directed by Corin Hardy. That's stars good. Joseph Mao. Who? No, who does it... Who is it directed by? Directed by Corin, Corin? Hardy. Corin? Is it Corin? <laughs> no, I'm asking... Hey, whatever floats your boat. No, Co- no, no. Corin, it, Corin... I don't... I'm just... Are you sure it wasn't a different first name, Hardy? No, like it's Tom not. Hardy? It's not my uh, doppelganger. Oh. oh, Tom Hardy, right? <laughs> Tom Hardy. Okay, no, I was thinking Robin Hardy. What about but... Steve Harvey? <laughs> That's close enough. <laughs> That's not my doppelganger. <laughs> Jesus, I feel like I could. People pick say, those "Hey, names. you look like the fat Tom Hardy," <laughs> and I go, "Thank you, Jesus." Is we already established that you're Barney. That you're Barney. You look like the white Steve Harvey. Uh, here, right. here's a fun inside thing, and you won't know who he is because he was fucking out of it in the first episode of uh, of Game of Thrones. But Joseph Mall was the the uh, the uncle that uh, young Lord uh, Whitelskins or whatever his name is, the big fucking guy that would become the king at the end. Y'all Spoiler Snow? alert: John Snow. He sees him and he goes, "I got to head out into the winter fucking deep." No, he area. went up to he went up to to like go against the wall and he showed up. A couple right, but times. remember the uncle that was like, "See ya, I got to go out into the fucking death dunes." Yeah, the wall. That's Joseph Mall. All in all, it doesn't help me. You're right. Michael though. Smalley and Boshana Novakovic. Okay, so I feel like I know this when I can see it. Is there supernatural elements to this? I I I can't confirm nor deny that. Was it a was was somebody dying? They tried to bring her back, but when they brought her back, and I'm not. I, I don't know. All right, I'll give the shit. I'm not going to get it, even if Come I knew all. Not what is it? I don't know. 2015. Oh, should I get this? I you probably have seen it. I mean, maybe you've seen it. Well, okay, just tell me. Just I'm. I don't want to fuck around. The Hollow. Oh, was that the one I was thinking about? I don't even remember. I don't even remember if that was the name of it. I don't know if I've seen it. Here's a fun nugget ah. for you. Corin uh, Corin Hardy cites. Irish folk tales, the films of Ray. Ooh, you might know this guy, Leona? Ray Harryhausen. I oh, gotcha. And the horror films Alien, nineteen seventy nine, The Evil Dead, nineteen eighty one, and The Fly, nineteen eighty six, and The Thing, nineteen eighty two, as his very bestest, very best. I don't know. Best, if, I don't know if I was thinking about the right movie, by the way. So, gosh. Okay. Anyway, let's go. Let's just get through this because I am one and three. I've got to get the rest Mike, right. I don't like your attitude. I don't like Jesus. your face. I mean, I'm kind of feeling the same way as you. I'm like, Jesus, what's up with this guy? I'm sad, bro. I want to win. I like to win. You could still win. 
I mean, if I go by my account. Oh. Go! 2015. 6.9. Okay. Okay. 6.9 out of 10. That's a good uh, score. Yeah. William and Catherine, along with their five children, are living on their family farm. Partridge family. Oh. Are living on their family farm in a remote part of New England. Just as their crops begin to fail, their youngest child disappears. In an attempt to determine the reasons for these two tragic events, the family begins to turn on each other, and some even believe that it could have been caused by a dark presence. The bitch? Yes. Turn up! The radio. All right. I like the that movie. Vich. The Vich. <laughs> yeah. What do you call that? Because it's two Vs. Yeah, it's called The Witch. But I like to call it The Vich for comedy. Yeah, it was sense. definitely an interesting movie. That was like, a great I movie. I wouldn't say that I loved it, but I definitely did I feel like the dad, the dad and the way he talked and all that stuff, I was like, wow, yeah, that ruled. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that it ruled. was a great and movie. And the goat was weird. Black Phillip. <laughs> yeah. Black Phillip. But the ending kind of made it all like worth it. I agree. Totally agree with you. When she... Uh, spoiler alert, <laughs> I'm not going to say. All right. All right. Let's go. So Number six. Two 2008 film IMDb gives it a 6.8. Nursery teacher Jenny and her boyfriend Steve. Jesus. Who names their kids Steve these days? My grandparents. I love that name, by the way. It's a great name. <laughs> Escape for a romantic weekend away. Steve planning to propose. Oh, boy. He's going to lay it down and Wait, shit start. Happens. Can you start over real quick? Because No, just tell me the first line. 2008 film IMDb gives it a 6.8. Nursery teacher Jenny and her boyfriend Steve escape for a romantic weekend away. Kay. Steve planning to propose has found an idyllic setting. Did we talk about this movie today? A remote lake enclosed by woodlands and seemingly deserted. The couple's peaceful time together is shattered when a gang of obnoxious kids encircle. Oh shit. I know this. And brutality ensues. It's British, right? It's uh, oh shit. I know this one. Oi chap. Yeah, it's it's okay. So this is uh, oh my god. I'll give you a I'll give you a Do, hint. What does just it rhyme to with? Remitate your okay. <laughs> oh <laughs> shit! I know this one. I can, I can see I can see I can see parts of this movie. Michael Fassbender is in this movie. Yeah, yeah, okay, okay, yeah. I got the right one. The old Fassbender. Oh, I got the right one. Oh shit! Uh, it's the uh, it's not the children. It's uh uh. It's not that song by White Lion when the children cry. Wait, they is, are it, is it wait, wait, angry in this movie? Is I'll it, is it called cover of radar love? Radar love. It's called cover. Oh my God. Turn up the radio. <laughs> cover so, okay. of radar love. How did you get that? So, okay. So, oh no, I seen this one. Oh, what year again? It was. And that boy is very pissed. What's his name? Charlie or something like that. He's a very angry youth. Where you're like, my God. I don't know if I'm going to be able to, to manage to Come remember on, the name of it. pull it out of your dick. But I've Directed s- by James Watkins. Stars Kelly Riley, Michael Fassbender, and Jake O'Connell as one of those dickhead youths. <laughs> it's it's British, though. Am I right? It so, is. Okay, so I, so I am on the right one. And he's got the barbed wire around his neck. Shit. I know. I should get this one. She's walking through the woods and she's like, oh, oh my God. I, I feel like it was one of those movies that ate to die for, too. So I should get this totally. What was it? I give up. Let's just go. Eden Lake. Yep. 
It was. Here's the fun nugget. There is no fun nuggets about this movie because nothing is fun. No, it's being brutalized by children, by young youths. So I lose, but we got one more. Um, speaking of Michael Fassbender, there is this. You seen his dick in that movie Shame, where he's, he's jerking off man. all the time? He's got a pretty, hog, he's got no. a pretty juicy dick. He's, so he's it's got like, a piece on him. Yeah, it's like um, a goddamn shotgun. No, there's this movie that. Uh, that's what that. That's what well, that song. He's like. He's got a piece on him, does he? All right. Well, anyways, <laughs> anywho, there's this great movie with him where he's he's basically uh, wearing uh, a mask, like a, a a head, like a plastic head, the entire movie until the very very. I end. know what movie in that. And it's that's like great. Um, he's in a band. He's the lead singer. Of he's a in band. a band. Yeah, it's called. It's such uh, a good movie. It's like one word, like a. You guys like can't a, even remember. You can't even do your word. own trivia. Yeah, I know. It's you can't even do your own trivia. You know what movie I'm talking? About? No, of course I don't. I love that. Yeah, fucking it was a movie. great movie. Anyway, check it out. Right. Call <laughs> that in three eight five three five one nine two seven three. Michael Fassbender, in the rock band, wearing the fucking paper mache fucking head the whole time. Yeah, fantastic movie. All right. You should get this one. Okay, well, don't say that, asshole. I mean, You're you, not an you asshole. Better. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. And people, you lose, by the way. People will laugh at you if you I lose. Okay. Way. Oh, they're all going to laugh at me. Please don't do that again. I'm not, I will <laughs> do or it. do it again. <laughs> He's like, don't do that again. 1990. Oh, that's a good year. 7.8. Oh, okay, cool. After an accident. Paul is injured and stranded in the woods. Okay, yeah. Luckily, he is found by a local woman that lives in a nearby cabin. I know what this is. He soon realizes this woman. It's what you guys may are not giving me today. As nice as she seems. You guys are giving Eric, me this. Due to his Close. serious injuries, she refuses to let him leave. It's called misery, and that's what you guys did to me today. Turn <sighs> up the radio. Hey. Guys, guess what? I lose. I it's lose. All right. you win some, but but these lose were all, these were all about the Louisville this Kentucky what, boys. All, all their mo- all their uh, all the all the places in these movies were far out of the way. You got to win some so that I yeah, mean you have to lose some about? so the winning. Feels no, that's what better. I'm saying. It was all it was all like in remote places, right? Close. Oh well, okay. Well, I didn't say the right words. Say the words. How easy hard is it? Say the oh, words. You almost did there when you said I didn't say the right words. Oh, in the woods? Oh, because the Vantrum's in the woods. Turn up the radio, Frank, I win. Frank is the name of the movie. That Frank, yeah. With Michael Fassbender. Watch that. You'll love it. I haven't it's seen crazy. it, but it sounds awesome. It is. It's, it's uh, not a horror movie. Yeah. Even though I was- 2014, well, Frank. Are you it's kind of one of those emotional I don't always watch, movies, I don't always so. watch like horror movies. I watched Palm Springs this, like since I saw you last. That was pretty funny. I liked it. Yeah. Okay, so guess what we got? Guess what? Guess what, guys? What? Guess what? Guess what we got? We got to talk about a movie called Antrim- Colon, the most deadliest movies movie ever. ever made. But uh, we're going to play a trailer for you right now, then we'll be right back to talk about it. Don't fall asleep. the devil landed when he was cast out of heaven. And at that spot, we'll find the entrance to hell. The Antrim. 
The deeper we dig, the more the forest around us becomes darker. And with each layer that we pass, deeper in hell we'll be. Alright, you guys just heard the trailer for Antrim, colon, the deadliest film ever made, year 2018. It was, guess what the IMDb is? And it's two dots, not like Hold colon on. as in like her butthole, right? Yeah, it's two dots. Okay. It's not a butt. Th- Hold on Thanks for that, because, by the way. Hold on. Now you said, guess what the, uh, the IMDb scores, guess what it is? Because the Amazon is two stars and just the ever so present... Tiny little yellow. Tines of the star. Gotcha, yeah. So, so what is it? It's 4.9, Jesus, which is very strange to me. Um, written and directed by a duo, David Amito, who has four writing credits, two directorial credits, Michael L- Lysini, four directorial credits, two writing credits, but this is the only work by either of them that I've ever heard of as far as writing or directing, okay? Uh, this movie stars Nicole Tompkins as Orly, Rowan Smythe, as Nathan, Dan is straight as Cassius, the first cannibal, Circus Lazweski is Hansi, second cannibal, and a bunch of other people who do not matter. Plot. I don't care that I... Okay, 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 okay. So, I mean, I'm very intrigued. So, so, I'm, I'm hanging on every word. So, okay, so I don't care that I knew it was real, but I love the opening screen when they actually played Antrim. Legal notice. By continuing to watch this film, you agree the producers of this film have made you aware of the history and the danger associated with Antrim. The producers, distributors, cast, crew, unions, and the theater management on all levels are released of all liability for any event that occurs to you during or after your screening, including but not limited to illness, injury, mortal danger, or death. Right. If you disagree in any way, of this with this notice, you must leave the theater now. Okay. Did it play in theaters, by the way? I think like a film festival. Film right? fest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. Okay, so this movie's basically a mockumentary. In the beginning, there's a bunch of talking head experts uh, going on about a film from 1979 named Antrim. It's you know it's one of those mockumentaries. You you know you have the talking heads. And it's I like, love that guy with the glasses and the mustache that was like, huh? Wait a minute. You've got a copy. Of the film? <laughs> Are you shitting in my... What? <laughs> really? You know, and the thing is, it started out great. I love this first part because it set it up really good. I think I think it was like... Because, I mean, they talked about they talked about some of the history. It was a Bulgarian film, even though they spoke English in the film. Uh, this 1979 film, Antrim, not, not Antrim, colon, the deadliest movie ever made, but the movie Antrim... Uh, 1979, it was created and submitted to a bunch of different film festivals, etc. For some reason, uh, uh, the screeners that all died or had like terrible accidents shortly after watching this film and purported it was cursed. I mean, that is very scary. I've got a I've got a hair on my microphone that keeps going to my nose and tickling it a little bit. So <laughs> I'm not saying for this episode, but maybe there is a point where we do a question of the episode of. 
films like that cursed no i would love that because i actually already put that on my list if there were any film that was going to be cursed which film would it be and that's what i'm saying right like poltergeist the ring oh yeah well the ring uh the ring is about a cursed film so it's like or well you just me 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 i'm just like yeah poltergeist Is with the original. Porto. <laughs> Porto. Porto. Okay, so, um, but after that, after 1979, after all those film, uh, those festival screeners screened it, it sat on shelves for quite some time. Then as a total mystery, it showed up in a Budapest theater in 1988. During the screening, the theater burned to the ground and everybody inside passed away. Yeah, that was creepy. Preliminary thoughts that were that there was a faulty projector because that's where usually in a movie theater that's, that's where I'm about to get to the and it's he said that basically it usually Didn't they starts put in, LS, so the, no wait 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 baby so no but what we're saying is, uh, usually the fire usually starts in the film projector yeah. room because that's where it is multiple. But when the yeah but when the uh, when the fire guy came in they're like no there was multiple the starts. What do you call it? The f- fucking fire, fire guy. Fire <laughs> friends. The fire. The fire, fire friends. Fire you know. Friends. Um, it was determined that everybody in the theater had set themselves on fire. Do you say everyone or just multiple? I think multiple, multiple people. people, and then they set their families on fire. In fact, anybody with Jesus. a dick set their dicks on fire, and then put their dicks everywhere else. Sorry, that's just something that oh Ricky. God. Ricky's busting me they on just, something. They were just in there. Ricky's. Ricky's trying to bust me on something that I said maybe was wrong. In there, so I would like. I would like to start. No, fire? and they were like, Jesus. "Don't you want to put your dick <laughs> on things? Don't you want to start a fire with a dick?" And they're just shaking them around. Anyways, yeah, see, you I'll might never be right. Watch this movie again. It sits on the shelves again after that until 1993 when it was played again. Apparently, one of the concession workers at the theater tainted the popcorn with LSD. Oh, yeah, that's right. A riot broke out, and many died as a result of the LSD plus the subjects of the movie. Fast forward to 2018, the film resurfaces again. This time, a documentary crew decided to wrap the film with warnings and add some information about the film. The history, the content, the makeup of the film. They find that the film is wrought with subliminal imagery and disorienting sounds. Biannual. What was it called? Biannual sounds? Binaural? I don't know. By by oh yeah okay. So they just things. Binaural. But well, okay. Biannual? But that's two times a year. Well, what are you trying to say? Binaural. Binaural. Anyway. What on earth? But it actually affects audiences in terrible ways. At one point in the documentary beginning, they pause and show the film, Antrim, in its entirety. I'm not even going to go into this part during the plot because I feel like there's enough later that we'll talk about. Um, we'll not touch that. But you, we see the whole film. We have a wraparound with the with the documentary beginning. We see the film, and then at the end during the credits, there's a down. lot. There's a lot more like uh, hints and, and shits about what's going on. What does this film contain that causes panic to all those who view it? Can the devil actually be contained in a film? Did I really see a stop motion squirrel in this movie? <laughs> Find out by checking out Antrim, the deadliest film ever made from 2018. What you guys got to say? Um. So, oh dear. So, uh, there. Did you guys text about how much you hated this or something? No, or no. Why is Shane no, laughing? No, we actually didn't. Why we, Shane we didn't text? No, we didn't, I we didn't talk like, about good it. Good luck. But with that. I, right. there is a fun fact when they showed it at the festival. Yeah. Like when they had the, um, there was people that walked out like when the thing came on, but it wasn't. Are you serious? After it started, it was like halfway through the movie, and they walked out. Everyone just walked why though? Because they were. Because it was just a piece of shit. They didn't have LSD. <laughs> they didn't have LSD to light yeah. themselves up. I thought like you LSD made that up. LSD would be the only 
way that this movie would be enjoyable. Oh my gosh. Okay. Thank you for your But I will say what insights. I did like about it. All right, let's go. There were some fun kind of visuals that were kind of creepy mm-hmm. throughout the thing. Um just like little things here and there. But this the whole story itself, I mean, I understand it's supposed to be like this mm-hmm. found thing. Mm-hmm. But it still should be entertaining. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay, Ricky. Is that all you got? Yeah, I'd say just okay. A hard Shane, pass. what do you got? Hard, and there was none hard, of that. Hard pass. I'm sorry, this was a hard pass. <laughs> oh my! <laughs> this, this entire movie was just like I. Here's what I I would have done to that movie. I'm about to destroy there, you. There both. might be, and you may have a an avenue to go. Yes, this is a great movie, but I will say this: get rid of the guys going. Oh my God! You have a that whole mockumentary bullshit at the beginning. Get rid of it. The whole no, idea. Wait, whoa, whoa, the whoa, 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 whoa. whole idea. Interesting. Okay. No, I the, got points the, to talk about that. The okay. The whole idea of the deadliest film ever. Get rid of that because that instantly makes people go, "Hmm, I'm not gonna it die." It better. It better be the. It better be the scariest movie I've ever seen in my life, or I'm gonna say horseshit. That's why it gets two stars or whatever. Three okay. stars. Two. Two and spines on the star. Um. Get rid of the. Get rid of the bitch ass mom in the beginning. Get you rid can't of- have the movie without the mom. Did they just like run away? Also, they didn't really explain that. Well, I've well, got a, I've got I've got a lot she, of interesting things he, to tell he, you later. He's got it there, but I would say if you got rid of the the fake stuff, like what? What are you talking about? You've got a copy of it, Jesus? What are you? Are you serious? Jeez. <laughs> no one else has found this before. Um, if you got rid of all that and left it more. Uh, creepy and like what are they doing why are they going out there oh the dog you know what i'm saying well the dog okay so in the movie basically they have to put a dog down because he bit a kid and the dog's like and they're like why do we have to kill him because he's evil and then so the kids try to go dig up and and save the dog's soul Mm -hmm. but they go to the antrum which is the uh place where lucifer fell and it's a if you dig it's a hole to hell how about that right what about that weird just out of nowhere the the Asian guy who was like, yeah, because they, no, like, because they going to kill himself. Well, okay. So, so when they dug to a He's certain doing, level, uh, he got a, because he ki- he committed Harikari and, or how but do you didn't say get to Well, do it. we call it Hariku. What I call right, okay. Well, where you come from? Like, <laughs> is that what you, down is that road, what we, I mean, is that what we Hariku, call it? Because yeah. I come from here too. So it's like, is that what we call it? I've never heard that. Well, where I come from, I call it Hariku. And, the, and, and he's just like, go two, away. It is two block radius. Go away. All right. And what was he doing with that fucking stuffed rabbit? When he was like, I want to say he was gonna, about to pleasure himself. And then they're like. All right, guys, 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 right. guys. Anyways. Let me go a little Go bit. for it. Can I go? Okay. Tell us why we're wrong. I'm not going to tell. No, it's opinions. You can, opinions are never wrong. Okay. Opinions are never wrong. And I love that about it. Mm-hmm. Uh, this was kind of a tale of two movies, a documentary wraparound, and then the whole movie itself, right? But the documentary was like 10 minutes, and then like during the credits at the end. So it was like very- uh, I didn't see the part of the credits. I <laughs> well, stopped it. Well, you did shit the credits, because credits guess why? Because that explained everything. What is so the surprise? Tell me. Well, you're Mr. about to find Half-time. out. Right? Uh, okay, so the documentary, I feel like it was fun. It was like, okay, this is fun. We're going to watch a cursed movie and all the, even though that you didn't like the guy with the mustache and stuff like that, but it's like, beginning was fun. I thought it was like, okay, cool. So it was creepy, the music, stuff like that. And all of a sudden there's a movie that kills people. And I'm like, okay, okay, cool. Uh, the clips they showed, especially in the, in the documentary part, like 
they watched this in the eighties and like they looked legit, like eighties, like VHS, like mm-hmm. whatever. And I'm like, okay, so you know, so but I also have to tell you, this is a not only a tale of two stories, this is a tale of two times Mike watched this. Okay. Oh, all right. And I'll get into that. Um, it, I liked also how they had clips of Haxon. Uh, oh, gee, thank you. Haxon, the original, the original demon movie. Yeah, because, because it's, uh, what do you one. call that, uh, 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 public domain, so they can put whatever clips they want in there, right? And I thought that was pretty cool. Hmm. The film itself looked pretty much like a 70s, like maybe a remastered 70s horror mm-hmm. movie. So mm-hmm. I mean, there was parts where you're like, oh, that's totally HD. Sorry, you guys messed up. But, but uh, I look past that. Um, there's one part. I'm in, glad you looked past that part. Yeah, I, I did. I thought it went some weird places, had some great visuals. In fact, there's one part at a scary old junkyard looking place. That I thought it was pretty creepy because these two like Bosnia or no, Bulgarian dudes. Yeah. Yeah. Why were they speaking in that other language? Because they're from a different part of the world. And that's what happens <laughs> when, when the people tried to build a, t- uh, a tower high enough called the tower of Babel. God confounded the languages. Around. He confounded the languages so people in different parts of the world speak different languages. So you have the guy doing hot. Is that why they call it babble fish? Yes. Oh, oh that's interesting. Huh. Of course. Wait, what? Yes, of course. You I didn't, didn't know, know that? that no. You guys are filthy heathens. Uh, but uh, but that's something. why the guy doing Hataku was there. In the woods. Uh, no, I feel like he was there for a different reason because th- as they were digging down to he hell, he shamed to, his family. He shamed his family, so he just he he so went out. Like, I'm just gonna go and he's still myself. in his hell. He thought he was still in hell, and he went out and he tried to do that. But the kids are like, "Oh no, don't do that!" Even though you're wearing your tidy whities and whatever, just get the f out of here. Yeah, the guy. I can't explain that part. Dead I, I have no Jesus. idea. I don't know what the hell was that. Here's the problem My about God. this movie. I wanted to love this movie. The setup was good. Uh, I it was fairly short. Well, I would like to see more history of it, but I mean, what else can you say about it? I mean, would it have been more effective? Um, the film itself, though, had some fantastic ideas, in my opinion, but it left me disappointed. Um, I was down. Just like sex with Mike. Well, who cares? Because if you're having sex with Mike, it's too late for you. <laughs> so How it's do you like, know that, Ricky? Jesus. Well, we had an orgy earlier, so. And he shows me oh, the Oh, that's vid- true. He yeah, shows me the, the video. Orgy before we <laughs> came yeah. in. Um, I was completely down with the idea. I was idea. very happy with the part performance. The, the parts the that Ricky missed, by the way, was all about the subliminal things that kept showing up, you know? which I liked. like. You know, those were the parts I liked. But it's like they would have explained that all the end, and I'm not going to tell you what they were in Why detail not? or stuff like that because, it's like, watch the movie. Oh, you know, well, you tell me after. I'll tell you. I'll tell you after. Is, um, it, a, is, is it like a, the the flash of that de- demonic? Yeah. Uh, yes. In all sorts of stuff. Yeah. Or whatever. Yeah, it was uh, the sig- sigil of Astaroth. Okay. Anyway, um, the fact yeah. that the fi- they find a spot where the devil was actually cast out of heaven and opening to hell or the antrum was—I thought it was great. It's like the devil, number one angel, gets cast out of heaven and lands in the middle of the woods. Yeah. Okay, right there. That I would like be that the place or the ocean. I didn't. <laughs> I didn't hate this That's movie. That's a different movie. But I got. A, I've got. I got. For the first time I watched it, I was like, "Oh shit!" I'm pretty excited about it because it sounds awesome. You know, with all this stuff. And the first time though, like, like outside of the backstory, the mythology stuff like that, <laughs> which is really cool. The first time I watched it, I was like, "This didn't deliver at all to me." It was kind of a little bit boring. The first time. A little bit, yeah. Um, one thought, and this is what Ricky was talking about. Uh, this movie has a sister taking her much younger brother to the Antrim to explore. And and she does this ritual about, you know, trying to save the dog soul and stuff like that. That was pretty dark. I mean, where's the mom? And like these kids go out there, they camp for like four days. Also, did the sister color the the book that they had? 
Well, yes and no. Yes and no. It was like no. a little kid drawing. She did and... no. She actually said she did it. She made it up. Yeah, she said. But she tells the kid. But what? But, but what was in but her brain? Say that she made the book. Yes, she did. Yeah, she straight says up in the did. tent. He goes. Well, she they said, said she you'd made lie. It up, but they said she made the, the book. The she says, drew all said it. You'd lie. You'd lie. The the the, the demon But the thing Lord is, said you'd even lie. though it was she done was with her hands, up. even though it was done with her hands, was it done with her mind? Right. Because because I I noticed a couple new things the second time I I watched it. Like she drew a dude in his tidy whities with an open shirt and stuff like mm-hmm. that, and then a little bit later they find the two dudes with the with the with the devil. Like uh, what do you call those things? The guy that, fucking a deer, yeah, a dead deer. Absolutely, I was like, Jesus. Um, okay, they turned so, it right off. Yeah, at like that the, point. the and there was and there was a lot this. of weird shit. Uh, and I agree that maybe the first time I watched it, the movie was very disappointing to me. Okay. Also, also, I will. Do, do you mind me pointing out? Mm-hmm. No, when they're when the the Japanese guy, the Haruku, they put oh, they, they put inside the Baphomet and they cook him alive. <laughs> Was one of the first uh, Christians in in Roman times that they they did the same thing with to him a bull inside of a bull. Yep, they put a Christian inside a and metal him alive to go. There you go. <laughs> exactly. There you go. What do you think of your God now? Ooh, that's oh, that's temptation, man. That's mm. some shit. That's blowing some... the smoke through the ah, and they did that too, where it blew the smoke through the. What do you think that represents the showing multiple times a little boy pissing? Does that represent something? Uh, I feel like it's. I feel a like full bladder. <laughs> I feel say. like a full bladder. But as like, I, is this he's necessary? right on the money. As me. I will always say, by the way, the only uh, uh, relieving themselves like piss or poop, the only true part it ever should have happened in any movie. Is in uh, Friday Thirteenth Part uh, Five. Ooh, <laughs> ooh, baby, baby, hey, baby, yeah. and all that shit. Yeah, what did he I'm say? gonna get you, bitch. <laughs> and it's like, oh, that's yeah. Song. What was that? It's like, what oh, did he ooh, yeah, yeah. Ooh, ooh, baby, hey, baby, and she go, hey, baby, yeah. ooh, baby. It was so good, dude. God damn, it was good though. <laughs> so here's the thing. Before I get into so my final thoughts, pissies, yeah, you gotta have them every once in a while. Friday the Thirteenth. I have to say that I love the whole cursed films idea. John, have you ever seen John Carpenter's uh, Cigarette Burns from the Masters of Horror? Like, remember when they did that back in the old days? The, every Master of Horror did like an hour long HBO or, sh- or show time or whatever. Cigarette Burns is my very favorite because it's all about a cursed film. And I won't give that away because it's amazing. Right. Uh, uh, the Ring, which is, like I said, The Ring, which is all about a cursed movie they watch. Yeah. It's probably one of the scariest PG 13 movies I've ever seen in my life. Um, controversial note, by the way, Ringu, the film that the ring was remade from, I feel like Ringu was not as good as the ring. Ringu. Is that weird? All right. Yeah, I can see that. Okay. Uh, also my favorite, by the way, not my favorite. Did you know they had a ring versus the grudge? Yeah, I watched it. It wasn't that good. (laughs) Have you ever guys, have you guys ever seen the book of shadows of Blair Witch two from 2000? Okay, so after the movie, right? And this is this is one of the this this movie I love, but it's like a guilty pleasure. Not really, I'm not guilty, but it's like I know it's shitty, but I love it. Okay, right. um, after the V, because I had it on VHS, and so you watch the movie, and after it, stay tuned for the secret of Estrever, right? Yeah, yeah. Remember that you had like glasses or something you could put on, or was no, it no, glasses no, no. or just? No. Basically, it was a bonus thing. The characters find out by watching some of the tapes during the movie backwards. You would get more information, but if you actually watched. The Book of Shadows, uh, Blair Witch 2, 
that it would gave little hints here and there and it explained everything. Yeah. And it was a whole different thing. And it was cool as shit. I know it was silly and dumb, but I was like, that's cool. Flotsam and Jetsam had a video where they're like, watch the, you know, a thing would pop up and say, watch this video with your contrast on your TV. Turn gotcha. Yeah. Shit. Back when you could like, do that easily, just with a little twist. You couldn't see anything they were doing. You just listen to the song and you go, wah, wah, wah. <laughs> All right. All right. So here are my final words. You guys ready? I like this movie quite a bit more than you did. However, I feel like it was a, it was a question of expectations, right? Right. The first time I watched it, I had these high expectations. I was like, this is boring as shit. The second time I watched it, I'm like, this is boring as shit. But I want to check it out again. And so the second time I was like, actually, that's pretty cool because I felt like the ideas were good. Um, and uh, the ideas by themselves are enough to be like, oh, shit, this is good. And especially if you actually watched the credits and understood what was going on there, that would be great. Did you watch the credit change? So the, the so just to be clear, the spooky bits were the black and whites of just like, ah. Yeah, those, but you realize that was a whole Adam and Eve, like uh, th- those are Adam and Eve in hell. Uh, like the a lot of those like black and white that just shot up and stuff like that. Right. You also had a couple of things where the devil would look at you. Yeah, and black. And oh there yeah, was a part where he would that just was stare, the creepiest part. Stare and he would just blink like slowly. Like I, <laughs> I saw that once and I was like, now that's a fucking movie. <laughs> Agreed. Let's um, get that fucking. But let me take you back to a different time, okay? Let's pretend nineteen ninety nine. Okay. Okay. The internet is brand new. The Blair Witch Project just came out. I feel like if this came out in Blair Witch's place with the marketing that Blair Witch had, it would have scared the oh, yeah, shit 100%. out of me. Because, I mean, if you're saying, like, oh, Antrim, this, this, this about Antrim, and you watch it, you're like, holy shit. That would have scared the shit out of me. I, uh, did I say shit a that lot? That would have been the first time you saw someone do a mockumentary where a guy's gone. Exactly. Oh, my goodness. I mean, in the, Don't, you found a copy of that movie? Jeez. The thing is, is that phenomenon, the Blair Witch phenomenon, will never, ever happen again. We're too jaded. We're too cynical as people, whatever. It, it will never happen again. Well, the life, uh, paranormal activity was another form of it i mean but it didn't have the marketing on the internet in 1998 right but i'm just saying like it that. kind of it was a little resurgence but what i'm saying to you is is if if this came out with that kind of support I agree. it would have been amazing however yeah. it didn't it 1970s. did 1970s you're like what you would have believed it even more you're like jesus i'm not gonna lie to you the 1970s it's on amazon prime it's on tubi for free i give it a high rent um do we have to worry about dying soon now because we watched it uh, I hope so. Seems like the devil. I thought Jeez. I was going to die. <laughs> wow, that's, a, that's the darkest part of this whole show right now. Wow. Oh God, Ricky, what's going on with you? I'm not going to lie to you. I like this movie. The second time I watched it and I was like. And he I was, smiles here, but I was trying he's to, got something morbid inside. I was trying to watch it through 1999 eyes and I was like, oh man. Yeah. That's cool. You had to get glasses on I mean, for that those makes, or what? That makes sense though. You see what I'm if saying? If you look at things through, like you can listen to a song and man. go, that takes me right back to. Want to hear some Steely Dan? You were like three in nineteen ninety nine. We can. I was fourteen. Together, no, we can stop it all. Please take me along as we slide on down. I go right back. Yeah, I you, like it. You I. Know, we should do an all musical episode next. Pod. Well, we should do trick or treat where we just sing this guy all the is time. A savage, isn't he? He's so savage. What? <laughs> so okay. So my final words are this. I would say give it a watch. It's free on Tubi, and if you have Amazon Prime, watch it there. But do not have high expectations. Just enjoy the themes. Enjoy what's going on. Because I thought, like, I loved, like, the chapter. 
level one Beelzebub or whatever they would say stuff like that I loved it but the thing is the 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 the, the actual implementation of those ideas were not as good as the ideas themselves I, I agree like. I agree and if they would have done better at that I would have loved it much more but I can still kind of see where they were trying to do so I give it I give it you, a you could have made a morbid fucking movie I totally agree. out of Two people going out to bury the poor dead dog. Well, or to and try running to, into those fucking. That's what I'm saying. But the when idea you see was that good. Guy fucking a dead deer. You're like Jesus. Why'd you go to jail? Molesting a dead horse. Name that movie. Fletch. Come on. Hmm. I'm gonna say hard pass. Don't waste your time. Yeah. Well. Okay. And so does Shane. But I'm gonna say give it a watch, but with low expectations. Get the idea and get the mood in. Get the cause watch anything else. because there's literally like sounds that are creepy. There's visuals that are creepy, but and there are. But it's not. Just don't. Just don't go with it. Go into it with like great expectations. But I would say I think the idea was amazing. I would say to directors out there, don't ever put the scariest movie you've ever seen. Whatever. Don't put tags on it like right. that because well, you know it's funny. But that name set people up to go. But it was that you name. It was that me. name that made me want to watch it in the first place. It was that right. name with the, the with the little like uh, paragraph that they give about a movie. That's why I want to watch it in the first place. That's why I made you two mother effers watch it. You put there was, a, there was a more recent Asian movie about the scariest movie. I forget what it's called. Do you want to, I don't watch a lot Shutter. of Asians in Asian movies anymore because usually I watch Shutter. it when I'm trying to fall asleep. And it was it's, it wasn't that great either, but it was much better than that. Well, whatever you say, so I give this I give this a high. Check it out. And I know Check you guys, you guys don't give it uh, anything, but the idea was enough for me. But that's all I got for this. I movie. give I give it claps to the guys that made it. I just say, try harder next time. I no, I totally agree. The implementation should match the idea. Antrum, you're like, what is that? Someone goes, what is? By that? the way, do you, you have a body down. part named the Antrum? It's like in your colon or in your guts or something. It's like a, it means a hole. It's to in your butt. Else. It's a it hole might be. in your. Goodies. Yeah, so it's the same thing. But what you do is you put Antrim, and then they go, what is that? I don't want to Antrim, colon, might be scary. Check it out. You say, <laughs> and then the first line you see in the IMDb or whatever is, do not watch this film if you're a puss. <laughs> <laughs> or whatever it is, do not watch this film unless you want to die. If you're a puss. You know, oh, no, just Jesus. leave it. Let's just leave it at that. That was amazing. All right, you guys. So let's. Why don't we finish this off? Question of the episode: We did most underrated horror villains. This time we're doing most overrated horror villains. With a caveat: There's no rules, but we would appreciate it if you called in at three eight five three five one nine two seven three with the most overrated horror, the overrated horror villain, with examples and with a reasoning for that. Yeah, you got. Give us a reason, man. Call it in three eight five three five one nine two seven three. Three eight five three five one nine two seven three. Guys, we got anything else for the folks? No. Nope. So for the corpse cast, we will catch you guys later. Thank you. Easy. Oh,